0: Hello and welcome back to League Talk, the podcast all about coaching, management, and all things League of Legends. My name is AJ, and today's episode is a very, very special one. We have reached 50 episodes of League Talk. Whilst we've done more actual podcasts than that, I think we've done like 57 overall because of the UK LC roster rundown. This is actually the 50th episode of the main series, so therefore there's some thanking to. You. I'd like to thank everyone who was a part of this journey so far. It's been uh, it's been amazing for me to do something that I talk about. Uh, loving so much it's just something that I'm super super passionate about uh, and and loving something to the extent that I do and being able to do this as a as a little part-time thing is amazing for me so uh, from the wealth of guests that I've had on to those who comment uh, on YouTube like Ido for those who follow me on Twitter on Instagram subscribe to the podcast or for those that just listen and uh, pop in from time to time uh, I appreciate you I appreciate your time and thank you ever so much for giving up your valuable time to listen Um, anyway on to episode 50 of the show now uh, i was looking for some questions and i managed to get one from instagram um so thank you for this question hopefully i can go some way to answering it it was from ryan.goldsworthy on instagram uh, and he asked what was the best way to get into an esports team now this is a super super broad question and it's from the perspective of a player um so i've sort of split it up into three main sections as things to just consider things to talk about um just to generally become a better candidate for teams because it's quite a, it's quite a broad um, question that could have a lot of different answers. So I'm going to split it up into some of the things that I've learned from doing the podcast, from managers, from coaches, um, from people in the mental side of the game, to players as well and what they did for their success leading on to teams. So the first thing um, that we can talk about is just actually being good. Now, uh, I know this sounds like a little bit of a cop-out, but <clears throat> this is a really difficult one. Because being good isn't as always, and it's just not like this easy task, easy tick box. Um, but the truth is that you need to be of a certain standard to be picked up by a team. Now, in a lot of cases, teams will start looking at players, especially if it's based on region, if you get to Diamond in League of Legends, for example. So I know that in the UK leagues, um, if you're sort of hovering around the Diamond Masters here, you're definitely going to be looking at trials, uh, especially if you um, are in contact with teams and offer yourself and offer your services, things like that, especially when they're roster building. So. Um, a little bit is, is to do with the timing and getting in contact with teams at the right time. For example, when they're roster building at the start of the season, maybe they're looking to change things up halfway through the split, something along those lines. Um, but how do we get there? How do we get to be good at each game? Now, um, obviously my, my uh, expertise is in League of Legends, not anything else. So I'm going to use examples from that game throughout this episode. Um, but here's a couple of in-game practices that you can do. Um, one is one of my own. One is something that uh, a lot of people in the, the mental side of have, have definitely um, taken to and definitely agree with, definitely talk about. Um, but the first one that I wanted to talk about was my little idea of an improvement pad. Now, the improvement pad can be super, super simple. Um, and I've spoken about this before. I've spoken it on my Instagram stories. If you're not following me on Instagram, do that. Um, It's at league underscore talk. I do stories, I do little posts, it's a a little way of advertising the podcast but I also do some informational stuff, a bunch of value there hopefully that can be taken from. But on one of the Instagram stories that I did I took everyone through what my improvement pad is. Now the improvement pad is a a basic idea that a lot of people use um, but it's just a bit more onus on really making sure that it's a positive thing making sure that you're learning from it so to sum it up really it can be done on a little sticky note um, but you talk about what went well in the previous game that you played what you can do better uh, general info regarding the game and a small commentary so these are some things that you can do Um, I wouldn't spend too long laboring on this the ideal way to do it is to VOD review afterwards but that's quite difficult so just in your head mentally before you uh, start your next solo queue game what I would like uh, everyone to do in an ideal world is to uh, put some general information so it could be you were playing support so you talk about your matchup it could be Sona Tarek is a really good example at the moment versus um, yes in TSM's game there was a lot of uh, Varus and Tom Kench so it could be something along those lines so you put Sona and Tarek versus Tom Kench uh, whether it was a win or a loss and a small commentary so you could say something along the lines of I managed to play the laning phase very very well um, we hit our win conditions, but didn't execute on team fights very well, missed a lot of Sona ultimates. That could be something, that's just a small commentary. Um, so what went well is that you executed very well on the uh, team fight. You, or oh, sorry, you executed very well on the laning phase, you managed to get a small CS lead. What can you do better? Well, I didn't poke as much as I should have been doing on so- Sona. Um, one of the real benefits of playing that uh, Sona tarot lane is that you can... Uh, heal back up very quickly due to the the healing ability of both of those champions so you've got a lot of sustain in lane Um, so one of the great things about that is that you can poke a lot so maybe what you didn't do properly is you didn't chunk the uh, enemy AD carry and enemy support properly Um, and that's just a really good way to sort of surmise the game into a couple of little points and to be able to understand what went well what went wrong not what did I do badly and that's a really important thing to think about is not what did I do badly but what can I do better next game um, it's, an, it's an easy little mental switch to do that puts you in a better headspace so that's my improvement pad and the other thing that you can do in game is just being present and aware of what's happening and stay away from mindlessly playing now it's super super easy to stick on a video uh, watch the video while you're playing, just sort of mindlessly go through the laning phase, which is great if that's, your, if that's what you'd like to do, if you are quite happy just enjoying the game and playing the game, that's perfect. But if you're looking to improve, that's not very, uh, that's not exactly ideal. So uh, making sure that you are mindful, being present of where you're, a really good way of doing that is a mindfulness technique, uh, being present of where your hands are, your feet are, the way you're sitting, that just brings you into the moment, which is really, really handy. Um, and then you can start playing the game from a mindful, present standpoint, rather than just a bog standard i'm playing this game mindlessly so those are two really nice things that you can do in game um, and then a couple of performance coaching things that i wanted to go over to help performance help be better at the game obviously one is just playing loads and loads and loads especially with league of legends we've spoken about this before it's a game of hours um, the more you play generally speaking the better you can be but when it comes to performance coaching uh, there's two things that i think are really important the first one is setting goals Um, Now you can use the SMART goal setting technique, which we've spoken about a bunch, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-based. That's one way of doing it. Uh, You can use short-term, medium-term, long-term is another way of doing it. Um, And one thing that I learned from Ismail Pedraza is just being reflective of your goals. Now you can set a SMART goal, but maybe in two weeks that SMART goal is no longer relevant. Um, So reflecting on the goal that you've made, reflecting on Uh, The things that you've been speaking about, what you've been doing, how the gold has been going is a really good way of doing it. Um, Those are some really important ways to stay motivated, stay on track and start to try and achieve things. So a a good way, for example, is I want to get to, I'm currently in gold four. I want to get to platinum one in six weeks. That might be a really good goal or maybe plat four, who knows. So it's specific, you've given a time based, uh, it's measurable. Did I get to plat? Is it attainable? Well probably I'm in gold four, so there's a chance I can get to plat four. Um, so it's pretty realistic and of course you have the time frame there. So that's a really good way to set some goals that'll help you with uh, coaching tech that'll help you with performance and getting better at the game. Now the next one is uh, taking breaks. Now, this is something that I really, really stand by as solo queue can be a really difficult environment to be playing in. So taking breaks, whether it's a five minute water break, whether it's uh, you're you're going for a run for 20 minutes, go for a little walk for five minutes, take the dog out, whatever that may be. Um, taking breaks in between games is really, really important, especially if you're playing sets, so playing sets of three and five. Um, but taking those breaks is gonna be a good way to to reset mentally, to be reflective of the game, to take yourself out of a potentially toxic environment. So that's another really, really positive thing. Obviously, routines, exercise, nutrition are really good Uh, to implement, but are quite hard and less objective. They're more of a subjective thing. You're not entirely sure if uh, going for a run really did help performance, but you can be a little bit more observant of setting goals and taking breaks as they might make you, in the moment, feel a little bit better. So that's the the stuff about being a little bit better at the game. So we've gone over some in-game practices and some performance coaching techniques. So the next thing that I think is really, really underrated, and I've spoken to a bunch of people about this in the scenes, um, is brand. Now this is something that's, as I said, is hugely underrated currently, I think it will be getting better and better. Branding and more specifically creating and nurturing your personal brand is going to be super important. Creating your brand is actually quite simple. Uh, In a basic manner, make sure you have a Twitter uh, and whatever the most important social media site is for your gaming community. I think League of Legends is probably Twitter or Reddit, so making sure that you're engaging on these sites. and that you've got a good profile picture for Twitter and, it, and it's just a professional environment i.e. no like crazy profanities, no overly non-PC content is uh, really, really good for Twitter. So just making sure that you're engaged, that you're doing something on these platforms is a good way to do it. The next one is creating content, now this is slightly more difficult, but often when you're looking to move into eSports, market diversification um, is important and offering as much as you can is a good way to do it. So one way that you can offer more to teams is uh, by putting yourself out there as a content creator. Now, what this does is it helps sort of advertise you, in essence, um, but it's another avenue. Teams like to be able to get, draw as much value from you as they can, as much as you would like to draw value from them. Um, So one fantastic way of doing this is creating content that is good quality at its core. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a fantastic camera, you have to have a fantastic setup, but making sure that the content is actually good content is very important. So it could be YouTube videos on gameplay, um, or it could be something educational, it could be something as simple as uh, le- teaching people wave management. That might be a really good way of doing it. Um, and, you know, those educational videos and educational streams, for example, are slightly more difficult ways of creating a prosperous brand, but um, those are some really good ways of doing it. You know, making sure that you stream regularly or that you have some sort of schedule, whether it's just you stream on Saturday and Sunday for five hours each day, something along those lines, is a really good way to create content. And what it does perfectly is it helps you with a bunch of different things. It helps you with communicating, it helps you with being in front of a camera, Um, it can help you with um, just marketing yourself generally, because then you get your personality out there and teams can start to have a look at you and see what you're like as a a human being, which is uh, something that a lot of teams are focusing more on making sure that their teams are actually working together um and have the right personality fits um so yeah and then and one thing to always remember with content is uh, a lack of focus on the numbers is always a good way to uh, be mentally but the next thing uh, that i'm going to talk about is uh, not brand and it's not being good at the game it is to do with being the best version of yourself you can be the best teammate possible um, to move into esports teams will of course mean that you have to be working with people, whether that be teammates or just people in the organisation generally. In essence, you want to be able to show your strengths in a trial or a showing, just like a general practice with a team, if you get the opportunity to come and uh, trial with a team. Um, A lot of this and a lot of being the best teammate comes down to something that's really, really difficult and that's self-awareness and trying to improve on your flaws. But there's a lot more to this than just improving on your flaws and being super good. Now, i think the most important thing for uh players uh beside from branding and being good is their ability to communicate um because in team environments communication i think is probably the most important thing whether that's a team at work um and you're just trying to i don't know you maybe maybe you're a janitor maybe you're a cleaner um communicating that you've cleaned x y and z region of the school or x y and z region of the gym is really important because then you're not going over and doing the same thing twice now Um, for example in League of Legends it's super important to have the ability to communicate effectively with teammates Um, whether that be shot calling, being able to talk about what plans may be in-game or relaying summoner spell timings. Now this is all to do with in-game stuff but being able to do this well and not sitting quietly is very very good especially if you're being looked at by teams showing that you can communicate and you can talk is very good Um, but as I said that's a focus on the in-game stuff Um, a lot of times when you're playing with teams you will do VOD review, you will have a look over the games that you've been playing basically. And you want to be able to uh, talk through things maturely and effectively without uh, becoming overbearing or too quiet. Um, it's a very difficult balance to strike but something that should be worked on regularly I believe. So if you're looking to strike a balance between not talking and talking a lot, it's easy to sort of talk a bit more each time, that's a really good way of doing it. but. I think it's, uh, it's super important to be able to put your opinion across effectively and to be able to d- just discuss this in a mature manner now. Um, one way that you can do this is streaming. That's a really good way of just talking and getting the ability to communicate. Um, but doing it more and more and more, maybe you have a, a couple of mates that you want to play with and you're going into flexes and you're doing 5v5 and maybe one day Clash will come out and that'll be a lot better. Um, but being able to talk about what went wrong in the game, what went right. Having a positive outlook without being pessimistic but also realistic is a good, another good uh, quality. Um, but yeah, I think that qu- communication is something that is hugely important and hugely underrated. So the more we can communicate effectively, the better the teammate you will be. Now the next thing is a bit more obscure, um, but it's to do with a lack of selfishness. Now this is uh, going to help you become a better teammate. Understanding for example in League of Legends when to give up resources. Um, So if you're playing through topside for this game and you're the AD carry, understanding that this game might not be your game, you're going to be playing utility on Varus or Ash maybe um, and playing safe and understanding that this game isn't all about you um, and not doing things that are overly dangerous in the bot lane, allowing your team to play around topside and that top quadrant, that top triangle might be a really good way to think about it. Um, Putting the ability to win into other players hands is a great one to consider. Because obviously playing selfishly is something that we all do playing in solo queue. And maybe that is the best option. And it probably is. But in a team environment, it's not the way to play necessarily. Unless, of course, the team is playing through you and you're a bot-centric team and you're the AD carry. Um, Uzi springs to mind in that uh, environment. But being able to selflessly give over and allow teammates to take um, take you on their back Or for you to jump on their back is an interesting uh, dynamic and not being selfish in that manner is going to be positive. But to Ryan I hope this has helped a little bit with the question, Um, to anyone that's listening I hope this is a good way to think about a couple of things, it's a a couple of little techniques in there as well that can help you get better at the game, help you be a better teammate and help you understand how to brand things. Um, If you are interested there is another episode um, it's the first video I uploaded to the channel, it was another q and I think it was episode 28, I can't remember off the top of my head But it was with a, uh, to do with a guy called Bloom, who um, put some of the techniques that I put in to making him a better League of Legends player And he actually achieved the Grand Master, um, and I think he achieved Challenger, I'm not entirely sure But he hit all the goals that he was looking to hit, so he'd done really, really well with that um, And that was with some of the help that I gave him, and he was super thankful, so I appreciate Bloom a lot and I appreciate him uh, giving his time over like he did to ask the questions. So if you do have questions, don't be afraid to ask them. I'm I absolutely love doing this sort of content, putting a bunch of research and a bunch of different techniques into practice that can help anyone and everyone that it can. If you do, um, you can see up in this direction is at League Talk Show on Twitter and Instagram is at League underscore Talk. Shoot me a message. I'm happy to chat. Um, I try and get back to. Well, I do get back to everyone. Um, it's not a trying thing. It, it happens. <laughs> I get back to everyone. So, um, yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to ask them to me. I would love to be able to help in any way, shape or form. Um, But this has been episode 50 of League Talk. Thank you ever so much to everyone that's listening. Um, Drop a comment, drop a subscribe. Let me know what you think. Review the podcast, all of the above. Um, I'd love to hear from anyone, so any feedback is always appreciated. Um, I hope this has been beneficial. We've spoken about how to get a little bit better at the game and uh, be noticed by teams. We've spoken a little bit about branding properly and how to be the best teammate we can be. So thank you ever so much. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and we'll see you.